from the team that brought you the award-winning show Retro Replay and the Emmy-nominated comedy series Con Man comes a new idea just crazy enough to be good. Introducing Couch Soup. I know, I know, you're probably wondering, what is Couch Soup? Well, Couch Soup is content for your hungry nerd soul. Daily articles from fans, not pundits. Weekly podcasts that contain a multiverse of opinions on all things pop culture. Exclusive videos and weekly live streams where we laugh, scream, and sometimes have technical difficulties. All created by folks like you, the gamers, the film nerds, the TV bingers, comic book lovers, bookworms, and pop culture enthusiasts, all in one giant bowl of beautiful, disgusting, soupy goodness at CouchSoup.com. You know what I did? I did. I, I got in Vegas. I think I ate a bed sheet once. And I did <laughs> a lot you? of drugs back then. Yeah, it was a terrible time. And I, I remembered that yeah. I forgot to remember. That's right. I do what I do. I don't what I don't. If I don't remember what I do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I do what I do. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> so that, that's pretty much how my life yeah. has been. That's it. And then uh, I go have pie. Right. That's <laughs> what you do. That's what you do. <laughs> Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Retro Replay. We're in the basement, and uh, it's time for some topics and tangents. Uh, as always, uh, Drusif, Jay Drusifine is with me. Drew, how's everything? Good, man. How are good? you? I'm good. October 22nd, uh, nine days till the big day. My birthday. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought you meant Halloween. Yeah, well, it is the same day. Halloween is my birthday. Um, what's going on? Also, uh, it's a bit of a birthday for Nintendo. Uh, 35th anniversary this year. That's crazy. I did not know that. I know. It's a long time. That's a lot of gaming. So, okay, so years. so that's basically, I was, I would have been 15 or so, 14 or 15 when Nintendo first came out. Yeah. And I didn't get the console at that time because my parents hated me. You know what? I got to say, uh, of all the, the, the games we've played on this show and of uh, all the stuff that I've done so poorly, I think I could do pretty well with Mario. I, I, I mean, I, was, I played Mario. Uh, my friend had a Nintendo. Uh, I mean, I'm not like a great runner, speed runner or anything like that, but I remember, I remember playing, I think I've talked about it, um, uh, got the, the little game, uh, the, the, what was the, the Nintendo Game Boy? I would play a Mario Kart. Yeah. I would take it away from my kids because it was bedtime and they're playing too many games. And then I'd get in bed and I'd start playing that game. Yeah. Oh, that was probably the N Nintendo DS if you're playing Mario Kart. It was the DS. Yeah. We don't even need to edit that out because you all know how stupid I am when it comes to these <laughs> game systems. Uh, you know, stupid in a good way. Yeah, no, I used to love that. And, and one of the big thrills of my life, as everybody knows, I'm a huge fan of all the people I've gotten to work with, but to get to meet Charles Martinet, who's one of the sweetest, kindest, greatest guys. Um, and the first time I really got to hang out with him, I got, I got a little drunk with, with, uh, with Mario. He, he, oh, ba 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 ta 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 <laughs> He did the he did the voices and everything, and then he just get down. Charles, he would just no Charles Martinet, Martinet was the voice of Mario. And most people think, well, he doesn't really have a voice; he just does things. He's like, no, no, no. And he goes all over the world. He is the ambassador for Nintendo and Mario, all things Mario. And he's a great guy, and I know cool. him. <laughs> Charles Martinet. Put it up. That's a name drop. 
a name that everybody should know. Okay, and, and for the 35th anniversary, Super Mario Brothers Game and Watch is going to be released, honoring the 35th anniversary. Uh, designs based on the original control pad from 1980, and like the original Game and Watch device, it also functions as a digital clock, which includes 35 little touches. <laughs> uh, brings me back to elementary school. Um, <laughs> it's just a little touch. Okay, this is one of my favorite stories, and no doubt you've heard about this. Uh, there is uh, an 89-year-old pizza delivery guy in California, Derlin, which is just Derlin Nui, Derlin. First of all, let's, you have to be nearly 90 to have been named Derlin, because that is, that is not in the baby name book, okay? That just sounds like the sound his father may have made when he ejaculated and she got pregnant. Derlin! It's terrible. It's terrible. This is this man. We just lost the four Derlin. I'm writers. sorry. Maybe we, we can cut that. Or not. Don't cut it. No, this is a really, really sweet story. It is, yeah. And uh, the name that I really want to call out is Carlos Valdez and his family. Uh, he's one of the customers. He started putting the deliveries. Uh, so Derlin uh, was apparently... Um, Social Security checks you know, weren't quite cutting his bills. And you can understand that here in California, right? I mean, yeah. it's It's expensive. Uh, just the cost of living. Everything is just expensive. And his Social Security wasn't cutting it. The guy worked his whole life, and he had to go back to work at 89 years old, um, or maybe earlier. I mean, he's been, he had to go back to work to make extra money to just, just to, to pay the bills. So Carlos Valdez and his family, they started uh, doing TikTok uh, videos of him delivering the pizzas. The guy becomes an Internet sensation, didn't even have to make a sex tape with the pizza. This is, this is impressive. And uh, they raised a bunch of money and it's going right to him. Uh, it was sweet. They asked him if he wanted to, uh, you know, have his, uh, you know, his a post office box or something, but he, he wanted to remain anonymous. I mean, it's just like, it's heartwarming. You see the video that they posted. We collected over $12,000 for you. That's all yours. All yours. No. Yes. yes. Oh, no. How come? Why would you do such a thing? They love you, so they wanted to give you a present. Oh my gosh, I don't believe it. I don't believe this. See, that is, that's heartwarming. Yeah. Here I am making, making stupid jokes. I'm not, not about him, just trying to be silly, but uh, that, that does get me in the feels. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. really does. It's just um, nice, you know, like people coming together to help is always just awesome. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and, and you, I mean, did you see, he's just, he was shocked. Yeah. You know, Pagan found a story about um, a British zoo that had five parrots removed from the exhibit for profanity. They, they were uh, <laughs> these African gray parrots uh, given to the facility by five different owners the same week, which is sketchy. How, why, like, why? What were they, why would, you know, we got to get rid of these parrots. Um, <laughs> They, they were swearing. They were just, they were, they were cussing. Do we have video of this? Like, there's no video. I mean, eat a whole bag of them. I don't know. I would, I would totally go to a zoo where they had parrots that cussed me out when I walked by. That would be an attraction. I know. I would be a zoo donor if they said. Totally. And we talked about this last week or a couple weeks ago. Monkeys masturbating and swearing parrots. That's I'm like, a zoo donor. That's like the zoo just, I would go to. Yeah. I would move closer to the zoo. <laughs> I would work at the zoo. <laughs> I would work at the zoo 
And I would just be like, I just, I just went, video the monkey. He's done. And then the paracon, fucking disgusting. You know, just put them right across from each other. Oh, God. See, this is my kind of zoo. Right. It's an Uncle Nolly zoo. It's like an Come on down. Get yourself some, some parrots. Got a kangaroo that, 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 that punches nuns. I don't know. Uncle Nolly knows sometimes. I also saw a video this past week of this lion, a lion, a lioness, excuse me, clamped down on the throat of a wild boar that it had killed in the wild, and the male lion comes around, and I'm like, oh my God, they're going to fight over this boar. And the boar is still trying to get away. It's, it's literally being killed in the video. And what does the male lion do? He walks around backside of the lioness, who's trying to kill their dinner, and he begins to um, a fornicate. The, the male lion's like, you got him? You got him? Good? You got him by the throat there? Good, good. Keep clamping down. God damn. You're looking good, baby. Hey, I'll just get that tail out of the way. She's like, I'm kind of good. What are you doing? He's like, just let it happen. Just let it happen. And I showed my wife, and she she just looked, and she didn't even laugh. She went, typical male. Yeah. yeah. Trying to take care of things, trying to put food on the table, busy, and that's all you guys think about. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I feel great about it. I feel great about it because it, it shows that this is nature. Nature's a beautiful thing. Nature is a wonderful thing, so just... Let it happen? Let it happen. <laughs> that's the moral of that story. Can we get that's the... That's the next t-shirt. <laughs> Kill the boar and let it happen. Uh, oh, hey, that's right, because sex kills boredom. <gasps> that's... Oh, geez, I'm on fire. Hey, today's guest... One of my dearest friends who's been, well, he's like, like, like Chris Edgerly, who I introduced you all to um, recently. Fred Tattashore was one of the people who came up with me. So uh, he's in this game as well. And uh, he's in every game. People think I'm in every game. He's in probably more, but you don't recognize his voice because he's, he's oh ridiculous. His, his IMD page is literally like 30 pages long. It's, yeah, it's and mine's incredible. like 31. Yeah. 20. Because I've done some TV. 10. <laughs> some films. <laughs> but I digress. Uh, boom, let's do this. And there he is, Fred Tattashore, joining us here on Retro Replay. What's up, buddy? Hey, I'm good, man. Thank you. Uh, Did you bring your own, uh, is that your own applause button? It, you got to bring it with you sometime. You're like, ladies and gentlemen, all right. <laughs> there we are. Well, friend Nolan here has <laughs> seen a problem, I know. He's in a All sound right, booth. He has, he has an Seriously, take it Why easy. Why don't I have that? Yeah. Guys. All right. Settle down. Seriously. <laughs> shut the hell up. We're going to have a... <laughs> All oh right. Oh, my God. I want that. I want that, and I want traveling music. Whenever I go anywhere, I want music piped. Ladies and gentlemen, Nolan, back on Retro Replay. Oh, my God. I think you're going to be our... You know what? I want... Yeah. I'm going to have... I'm... <laughs> All right. If I knew it was going to be that kind of party, right? Oh, Here my God. Go, I cannot wait. Nolan. I cannot wait for COVID <laughs> to end so I can put you on the chair next to me in person because oh. they'll basically say, we don't really need Nolan anymore. <laughs> Wrong. He's the one man. No. You're, you're, like the, you're like the guy who, who does the trombone, the harmonica, the drums. <laughs> the, the utility player. Yeah, you're, you're just got to. We all are. We all. I've, I've said this for years. Fred Tattashore is his own Foley. 
<laughs> uh, Fred, do I, I, one of my favorite things that Fred and I used to do all the time to our different uh, uh, sound uh, engineers. And since I have one of the best in the business here, uh, Fred, uh, can you just give Paul a, a just give him a, the, the sound check that you were just doing? Yeah, no, I just one thing that's that's the most important thing for me. If you guys just make note of it, is I I don't like fucking thing. Make sure when you when you get to that point, let's just make sure we're very clear. On to Maj, he knows what he would. As if you don't do that, you know the whole fuck the whole thing's off. You know what I mean? Just dude, you know what you I could I could not. Or, I mean, uh, it, true that what happened was with because I remember when John De- was amazing, illing it, man. You and both of you guys, if you remember, you. Ha- I know, <laughs> and it was like, what happened, right? <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. I, I, I amazing, <laughs> and it's just it's just a blip of sound too. It's just okay. He just had an aneurysm. I think we're good. <laughs> That's what we, sometimes we hear on the uh, talkback, you know, in the booths. It's like that, too. It's just like the best part is just, just do what you did in your audition. But this. So go. And that's when you. <laughs> and that's all you hear. <laughs> Fred, our air date for this episode is October 22nd, um, you know, f- leading up to Halloween for my birthday. Your and, birthday. Uh, <laughs> um, we, we, uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about today, because it's one of my favorite memories We've done a. We've known each other for over twenty years, yeah. And we kind of came up. I, Chris Edgerly's been on together. the show, and Chris, you, uh, I think Miley Keith. Flanagan, Miley um, Ferguson, Keith Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there, there were a few that kind of like uh, uh, Pat Brady's kids uh, that yeah. kind of came up. But you and I had an opportunity to do a job, and in one of the reasons I wore this in your honor. It's it's a moon, and it has something to do with Ooh, yeah. a little thing. It was called a, a Wolfman. Uh, Benicio mm-hmm. del Toro. Wolfman. That's right. Yeah, the Wolfman. Benicio with, uh, del Toro, uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. And Warner Brothers brought Fred and I in together to do all of the, the the creature effects and the sound effects. Yeah. And some, some uh, I, 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 there's one guy when these Brits are done, they're like, mind the pit, Tommy. Mind the pit, Johnny. <laughs> that's me. Yes, that's you. And when they get, and then Tommy does not make it out of the pit. Spoiler Tommy, alert. it's horrible what happened. Yeah, and I actually am Tommy. He goes, because ah, ah, the Wolfman. But we did all the... Fred, give us some of yours. I mean, so, but you have to picture two grown men. Fred had his his, his bag of uh, essential Chinese herbs and oils and knickknacks. And I sat there, he takes his shoes off. He has these bright orange socks. I was like, well, maybe I should take my shoes off because Fred's a genius. <laughs> so maybe I'll get better. And they set up two mics. And especially the, the scene where Benicio Del Toro's Wolfman is fighting Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. I think you were Benicio and I did. 
I, so, was the other way around, was it? Was I the older one? I can't remember if, how we did I, it. I don't what? remember. I, I, yeah, you were one and I was the other, and we had to fight each other next to each other. Yeah. It was so funny. Yeah. And and, and, and we, I remember just going like, okay. And there was about five or six sessions that we did. Oh, yeah. And then at the end, of course, we have to do the... And, and they were like, well, what were we thinking? And then we do it. Can you do it lower? And like, oh, like he's hurt. And and what it what it ended up, they said, well, we're going to meld it together. Here's the shit spoiler, kids. <laughs> then the movie comes out. I get a call from Fred. Did you know what they did? <laughs> Both of us are didn't even get credited for, mind of it, Tommy, or five, six, a half a dozen sessions <laughs> as the Wolfman uh, together. And what happened was, they actually, I love that he brings his own sound effects. Um, what that, No, they, if you ever watch the movie, watch the credits, they got a, a uh, Italian opera singer mm-hmm. to come in for a half day and to do, oh, like, in, and they gave him the credit. And we, we and, now we get the residuals. Yeah, uh, so happens all proves, the time. And that actually all that really matters. It proves that we were, it proves that we were in it. Uh, we were there. Uh, but it, but it was. But I remember you made a really good point. You know, I was like, "Well, we're getting paid." You're like, "Yeah, but, you know, if for other work, people know that we did that. It'd be nice to be credited at least." Yeah, yeah my my thing was is I don't mind. You know, gosh, being additional voices or or anything like that. It's it's, for example, the person who was the guy who was the assistant to the guy with the Dixie cups, got a credit because he should, or her because that helps their business. Yep. What happens is if I say, "Hey, yeah, Nolan and I did this thing for six weeks," and you, 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 and they people look, and if you're not in there, you become a liar. You know what I mean? Or, or it's yeah. like, and 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 I always I wondered why they have such a resistance to that. Like they think, well, I mean, I get it. If you're doing a famous person and you're voice matching, I totally understand that. Uh, that's ninja acting, and you don't necessarily want to get credit for that because they don't want the illusion. They want to keep the illusion. But there have been times where they said, well, you know, you're, you're doing this creature, another film, you know, you're doing this creature, and um, we don't want to let it out that it's not actually the guy, you know, the main actor. And it's like, would you realize that he, that person is many people? Do you realize that he's actually an animated being too? Yeah. You know, do you realize yeah. that, like, a lot of things he's made up of, like, ten different people? You know, doing that. And it just, for some reason with the voice, a lot, there's a big resistance to to that. And it wasn't so much like, oh, I want to be famous and get my name out there. It was just like, it just sort of helps your job. You know <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you were but, on that. That's but, great. You know, but you know what What killed me about it is I went back and looked at it because it was on recently toward the end. Uh-huh. And I was watching and I said, I, I wonder, maybe I missed something. We're not even credited. There's a bunch of voices no. in the addition ADR. Oh, no, not even additional voices. We, you know, and they didn't. <laughs> you know, we were like, but we found some kind of a. We were some kind of a, a weird category where. Yeah. Well, you're not just the additional voices, uh, but we don't want it. We, but we gave that guy the the Wolfman. You know, technically, he's the guy. He did a half a day. He did know, a couple and hours, and we did. We did six, or I think we did five to seven four-hour sessions. Yeah, you did. It was a lot. It was actually a big it was job. A lot, and that's what, that's what was surprising about it. I was like, wow, that's you know, and it happens some, more often than not. Uh, lately, not so much, but but back then, a lot, it happened quite a bit. Yeah, I don't know what what that what the deal was. That sometimes they see you as an effect. 
like when you do a lot of voice vocal sounds and creatures, sometimes they don't think of that as an actual like that's you're just sort of part of the elements. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the, you're just you're human foley. Yeah and, yeah, and I get that, but then the Foley guys get you know, credits. I just never understood yeah, what the Yeah, but they're working with paper. And I know, I tin. love Foley. God, I'd love to do Foley. Uh, I know, yeah, it like, would be fun. Hey, you know what? So you have become famous. Like you and D. Bradley Baker, along the same lines as Frank Welker, you know, are, are known for all these amazing creatures stuff. And, and I think people were like, they find out that I've done some creatures and, and they're they're surprised, but... I wonder if it's kind of the, you know, so people find out that I did Wolfman or I've done dinosaurs and things like that. Mm -hmm. And they're always surprised. But the one thing that, that people don't realize is like, I know, you know, you've done the roars, you've been Hulk. Um, you know, we did Hulk versus Wolverine, uh, you know, mm -hmm. that where I got to play Deadpool. We'll get to that in a minute. I want to talk about that. But the one thing that I noticed it, it, that people don't know is like, um, Wolverine and the X-Men, I think was, it was my first series. And I, you were on that with Steve Bloom um, uh, playing Beast with yeah, yeah uh, Kari Walgren. I think that was one of Kari Walgren's. And Jim Ward. Jim Ward. Yeah, I mean it was amazing. Um, but you got to play Beast, who was much more in your just general nice voice, just simple. You didn't really do much. No, it was interesting because you know you, sometimes you're basing it off of other things, uh, you know, and it, it, as you know in the films, it's Kelsey Grammer. He's Wolverine. Um, I hear you're quite an animal. Look who's talking. So there's, yeah. <laughs> there's that sort of element to it that, that he brought, which I, I just love, this sort of wonderful intelligence. And yes, Beast was very much, uh, it's funny, I was just doing a project that I had to do him. And I, I've been with Beast for a long time. And uh, Hank McCoy, a wonderful doctor. And uh, yeah, very close to my own voice. And what I love about him is he still has, when he has to, <clears throat> please don't do that again. You know, like, yeah. there's always that little bit of the two. That's a tasty. mix of a guy who would really, yeah, he would prefer not to fight. You know, he would prefer, he would prefer the smart way. And yep. yet he's always being thrown into the situation, you know? And uh, so with his voice, it was the neatest thing to be able to be able to go back and forth between the sort of like, yes, I know this is what we have to do, but there might be another way, no? All right, you want to do it the hard way. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Besides, who doesn't love the feeling of a real book in their hands, huh? You know what? Those are some of the most fun things to to to, to play, that kind of stuff. Um, oh, it's so I was going back over. So Wolverine and the X-Men. If I, it, How many times? I remember thinking, I think I'm becoming successful at this. The more times if I saw Fred Tattashore on the sign-in sheet. If I saw, if I went to a job and That's Fred back was there, at you, my friend. and the more times we saw each other's name, we knew we were doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's and true. I'm trying to think. So, Wolverine, the X Men. Um, you, I mean, the the Nickelodeon shows we've well, done, it's the Nickelodeon stuff. Uh, we've done a ton of that, that stuff, right? Now, now Not for just Blaze and the Monster Machine, Blaze, you're doing, and then, you're um, doing Robot uh, and Monster. Robot and Monster, don't forget. Oh my gosh, yeah, with that Maurice. Was so much fun, Maurice. Maurice LaMarche would kill us. He was so funny. We couldn't get through takes. There were times. Yeah, well, they, that's. Mean, I've told people the story where he once did something during an ADR session that I literally fell out of my chair laughing. <laughs> yeah, hey, remember? that guy's made of money. Get him. And I'm, we're going to get Maurice <laughs> LaMarche, I promise. He's going to be here oh, on yeah. Retro Replay at some point, and we're going to tell that story because... 
<laughs> he's one of those people that I remember working with him going, oh my God, I'm in a room with Maurice LaMarche. Yeah. You know, there's there's a few of those gems that we always grew up kind of you looking knew up to. You stand-up. You remember him oh. from all of that. And, and, and it's wonderful for those guys to hear that because they're coming in and they're doing this stuff. And he had such admiration for you because I remember Mo, Mo at one time was like, oh, Nolan, he's just a face. He's just going to be this, that, and the other thing. And then you, you kind of, you rocked it. And he was like, no, you're, you're generally, you're very funny. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, really I, enjoyed I, the. Yeah, he was, he's just, but he's, it, he's honest, you know, he's, he's one he's of, he's like an old, he's, he's, he's a comic, you know, he's, he's mm -hmm. a comedian at heart and. Uh, we and and through the convention circuit, which I'm 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 I, I, I want to see you at more in the future. Uh, I would love to. I'd but we get we got to we 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 got to talk about that because I I'm I mean I, I should I should be your agent. I, I'd make more money than what I do doing my own thing. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have to do it. Uh, the only problem with you is you, you you we'd have to you you like I can't be mean. You'd be like talking to one person. You'd sign an autograph and talk to them for two hours and go. I can take a lunch break and there'd be seven hours of line behind them. <laughs> I try to move. <clears throat> yeah. I, I no, do but try it's, to it's talk to I mean, can you think? So can you think of <clears throat> what what can you think of? So uh, people don't know oh, that of what we did. I mean, if you if we started doing it because uh, uh, you know. This isn't about me. This is about Fred Tattashore. Don't no, take this wrong way, everybody. But he oh, and no. I have pretty good, extensive IMDb search lists. Um, I, I, Fred is Nathan Drake. Yeah. Yeah, but you played. You played so many. You know, this. I got to play the playthrough of Uncharted one, two, and three. And it's funny because every now and then I'm like, ah, that's Fred. I just shot Fred. Yeah, he was. I really was a hard time for you. I was a problem for you many times yes, <laughs> in Uncharted. Yes, you were. You played a lot of the brutes. <laughs> I think I kidnapped you once, and we got to be directed by Gordon Hunt. It was so cool. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What what? So you know, one of the other ones that you don't know. Do you remember, see if you remember Dark Void? I remember that. Do you? It's Sony game. Get this. It came out in 2010. But we, sh we uh, if my memory serves correct, we sh we recorded this probably th three, four yeah. years earlier, like 2006, yeah. 2007, because okay. I think I was doing it around the same time Uncharted, yeah, or somewhere in there. It, but it, they shelved it for a while. But it's it it's it looks like it's um, I played Will Gray, who's uh, it's Drake in a backpack, a, a jetpack. <laughs> And they goes right. through it goes through the Bermuda Triangle, and you played a character named Sarpa. Yeah, there's like okay. robots and there's a, two factions, of Watchers and Survivors. Uh, That's right, the Watchers. In the, uh, in the now it's all coming back. That's really? right. I don't remember. Yeah, it. but I can't remember. God, I wish I remember. You know, it's hard you, trying to remember the voices. I'd have to look it up on YouTube. I remember the characters often. It's the voices. Sometimes someone, someone will say, "Can you do this voice that you've done?" You know, five six years ago, and it's not like something that we do. You know, like a, like right. Call of Duty or something, where it's like I, we live in those characters. Um, <clears throat> it's funny trying to remember the pitch of how 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 low it was. I can remember sometimes the quality of the voice. I right. can't remember where he was. You know, <laughs> like how big or small. You know, exactly. so I'll look up at I'll look up, let's say at Mass Effect, and I'll like see oh. Saren was, oh, he's, oh, he was much deeper than I remember, you know, or whatever, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting to, to what be reminded. What about Gears of War? I mean, you're a made, major character in well, Gears, Gears of War. Well, Gears of War, it, that one, though, I, is a, an example of a character who I've lived in for so long, 
uh, Damon, I, I can think like Damon. I mean, I, I love that guy. That's like one of those characters, like a Nikolai, where I just, I've been, I've occupied him in so many situations and so many uh, ages, even, you know, now, uh, that you, when you're with a character for that long, it really, it really resonates with you. It stays with you. And it's not hard to jump, it's not hard to jump in again. That's you know a good what I point. mean? I, you know, I never really thought of it that way, but you're right. I mean, I can when, like, when, that, when you when you ex- yeah like when you ex- experience those situations with that character for so many years, mm-hmm. it, they they do take on a different feel that of you know like if it's just a one off in a game, like a f- or, even or, or a cartoon. You're like that's the thing about a cartoon. You're like we mm-hmm. and that's a big difference. That's a really good point, Fred. You know, like people ask me a lot, like what's the difference between animation and and gaming, but. And for most games, there aren't sequels. They're not, you know, and, and you may not be, you know, I, I, like David in Last of Us. Uh, he was there and he's gone. Yeah. He's the one, one, one and done. Yeah. But, you know, Nathan Drake all those years, you know, your characters mm-hmm. and Gears and, 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 of course, you mm-hmm. know, stuff we did in Call of Duty. We've, we've lived in that, their skin so many times. Animation's Multiple a lot versions. like that. Animation's mm-hmm. a lot like that. You know, if you're the Hulk, oh, it's very similar. you've been in the Hulk stuff. I've been in Superman's or, or mm-hmm. Cyclops because we did that season mm-hmm. of that. Uh, the Transformers, you know, being Deadpool. in these, you know, Deadpool because, you know, you do it in different iterations because I've done Deadpool for, you know, animated films, TV mm-hmm. and gaming. So it's, and, uh, right. it, you know, and it's, so it's interesting. And the process is, is the same. Yeah, you're right. For t- television shows, you really flush it out as opposed to even a film. Like if you're with him every week, like uh, Kung Fu Panda was like that, you know, where, you know, Dustin Hoffman did that in the movie and then I was Shifu in the show and it was, you just start to know like this, you know, you know his love interest, you know what he is like in a crisis, right. you know what he's like. And, and games are even more extreme because now I know what he's like when he dies I know what he's like when he's your friend. I know when you're playing well. I know when you're not playing well. You know, like, That's there's really so many yeah. aspects to this character. You've played, especially as you know, with, with the scripts in a game, it's writing in four dimensions. Mm-hmm. It's like everything has to hook up. So it's this impossible quest to, to write. People who write for games, it's just astounding. Uh, and you have to have that character fit into so many situations and you know and and, and uh, by the end you're just like I'm starting to think like I know what Damon would say you know okay you know or whatever whoever the character is you know did you guys get to uh, did you motion capture the stuff for Gears were you guys no I did not for Gears no uh, there was some mocap going on though um, yeah I know Assassin's we, Creed did gonna, that and, but I never we, got in the suit for Assassin's Creed but they yeah you know, that was that, yeah, was a, that was a big either. one. Assassin's Creed, I just did voice too. I didn't do any. Um, that was a that was a great. I got to say Mario. It's me, Mario. My character was Mario in Assassin's Creed. One of the characters. Nice. And one of the terrible things, and this is a, kind of a hard story now because of all that's going on. Is as you know, I am I am pretty blind without these. And at the time, they were doing facial capture, and I couldn't see they couldn't get the screen stuff large enough for me so on my lunch break i went to starbucks and at the time i had you know a trench coat and i i think i had a beard and long hair and i and i'm writing out my lines you know on paper really in black sharpie you know and the lines are like my revenge will be more stern and bloody than the centaur's feast you know whatever the, whatever whatever it was and i'm going on and i realize if anyone saw me you know like doing this 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. And my uh, man of a policeman, like, sir, sir, how are you doing today? <laughs> it's like really one of my favorite stories Chris Edgerly told uh, when we were at CSD, our agency, and you came in on a hot day oh, no. and no. you were just drenched in sweat. No, and we, it was rain, actually. No, it was raining. It was That's right. Mm-hmm. It was I'm raining. I'm usually in sweat. And but his that hair was in front. Mm-hmm. Then he walked in. Lumberjack shirt. Lumberjack boots. shirt, boots. I mean, he's <laughs> dripping wet. And he walked up and he's signing in like we, and, and we've told the story, so forgive me, but but he's oh. just signing and Sean Donnellan, <laughs> busy day, Brilliant. burying the cheerleaders in the backyard today, Fred. And he did not miss a beat and said. It's Tuesday. Right? Well, it is Tuesday. Yeah, it is. And well, it is Tuesday. Like, it was right. like, well, that's the day we bury cheerleaders. That's not it. it. Was, well, that's usually on the schedule. Well, it is Tuesday. <laughs> uh, he didn't miss a beat, though. His, his timing was impeccable. Um, okay, I want to talk about uh, your, your, you've lived in the, the big green skin of the Hulk. Yes. Uh, and I, I remember when we did Hulk vs. Wolverine. And they mm-hmm. introduced Deadpool for the first time, and I got to go do Deadpool. And Craig <laughs> Kyle, who did Wolverine and the X Men with us, brought me I love in, that guy. had me mm-hmm. ad lib the entire thing. Yeah. Uh, and I, that was it. You know, I was like, oh, okay, it's great. Um, you it was perfect. I ran mm-hmm. into you. I had never been to San Diego Comic Con, and oh. I believe no, I didn't run into you. You called me out of the blue, oh, and yeah. I'll never forget this. He said. You, you you just blew up as Deadpool in San Diego, and I had no That's idea what that right. meant. You said you were down there. You saw the screening. Yeah, I saw the screening, and it, people just lost it for the for the the. By the way, it was a great film. Uh, it was so yeah, fabulous. And but it, he just Fred was like, oh my god. He said this Deadpool is a hit. Yeah, it was really fun to see because I had seen uh, cuts of it before, and then I got to see it with an audience basically. And that's when I had to call you because people were just dying. Because here's the thing, if you haven't seen the movie, people, what was great is we were allowed Nolan to just say whatever he wanted. He is Deadpool. I mean, literally. Which is dangerous. I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe they let you get away with some of the stuff, quite frankly. And the great thing is, like they many They kept it of, all, uh, Fred. They, they used it yes, all. He's a bedwetter. And the thing was, it was so great because half of the... You know, you can't see your mouth. So lip sync was not an issue. Didn't have to One of the great things about having masks or helmets is that you could just, you could go nuts. And it really worked. And it was was a color that we hadn't had in the film. Like, you know, all of a sudden, Deadpool's just lost his mind. And he's just And and breaking the fourth wall all the time. And it was was brilliant. But I remember you, and I'll never forget, you, you reached out to me. You were like, be ready. This thing was really good. And and you had to to hear it. Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nice okay, well, we don't know. We throw it out into the abyss. We don't know what the reactions are going to be. And so when you finally get to see it with a crowd, you go, oh, wow, people dug that. I know what I liked, but it's fun when you hear an audience, you know? Another thing that uh, people know you and I from, uh, Call of Duty, zombies. Yes. And I actually got to play as your character. And the one thing oh, wow. that I never got to hear was like so many, you remember Craig Houston, uh, Scottish Craig, he, I mean, so many lines, but my God, there you go. Thanks, that's for Craig. Um, no. uh, what was I, I was running out of ammo and he's like, and you, I wanted to open a door and I didn't have enough money. He's like, I don't have enough money. Gave it all to that stripper in the uh, <laughs> bank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, and it was like, 
some mm -hmm. of the lines are hysterical. And I, I, I thought I wanted to play as, as Richtofen, but I actually want to play as, as Nikolai or, or, or Dempsey. But oh, you, yeah, well, we all love each picked. other's characters. Yeah. That's what happens is I start, I think Richtofen just, just kills me. He's, he's, he's so funny. Uh, I just enjoy where you go with it. Uh, yeah, Nikolai, it sounds like you heard the drunk Nikolai. That's the other thing, too. You know, in yep. our game, they evolved. We, yep. in this game, we've got to play many versions the adult version, uh, you know, the drunk version, the, when I say adult, I mean his mature <laughs> version. Yes. The, uh, um, the younger, uh, the, what was really weird was when we got to play them when they were um, younger and had ideals. Yeah, <laughs> You know, exactly. at one time. There, exactly. He was actually a very capable soldier at one time. Yes, You he know, was. Nikolai was very good and, like, believed in the cause, you know, and then later on he was like, this is him. <laughs> <laughs> we say bullshit. This your language, not mine. Your language is not mine. Have some vodka. He would run around. Yeah. I was the for the early ones. Like Nikolai, your breath it smells disgusting, and yet I am charmed by it. <laughs> You're not what was your, what's your okay? What's your favorite crazy Nikolai line? I mean, oh my God, there's too many. I know there's too many, but uh, one that comes to my mind. I is got that one he has for this obsession with the monkey. He's like the monkey. I, anytime he refers to the exploding monkey, yeah. you know, always cracks me up. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, just like I love this monkey as I hate him. You know, like all these. Um, My favorite. So I remember uh, one of the main guys at Activision or Treyarch. I don't remember. But he's the president of Treyarch. I think he yes. said that. He said, "I this is now my ringtone," and it was one of those things where I was like, "Ah." It's it just splattered all over my face. It's all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the line was just, it's all over my face. And I went, oh, it's all over my face. <laughs> and they kept it in the game. And it was just like, it's so like, funny how oh, an improv. It's, my face. <laughs> it's, just, it's kind of the Deadpool thing. It's yes. when you get, sometimes it works out. Yeah, all the, all the, the wives that Nikolai you know, really didn't have, but like, because he's actually suffering from a tremendous loss. But for years, he's like my third wife, and I would make up Svetlana, you know, like, and I'd say, I would just talk about this woman. You know, I, she's I think like, that's it. good with plow. What? Yeah, no. Say, good with plow. It was very Borat. This is, what, no, but was, this yeah. is the thing, guys, I told you when Chris Edgerly was on, this was one of the early guys, Fred. And Chris and I would do oh, I what Chris. we're doing right now. Just, mm -hmm. and, and you would shut up and let Fred go. And then he'd stop and Chris would go. And then I would go. And then it would just bounce. You'd, and, and then what would happen, and I don't know if you remember this, people would start to watch and then somebody else would jump in. And we would be, mm -hmm. it was like, people were like, you should, you should film this and make this a show. And we're like, eh, no. And we <laughs> would probably be running a network by now. <laughs> no, it's great energy in the room. Or, and, and or, you talk about or edge. we you talk about Edge. Chris hospital. Edgerly is one of the fastest draws. I mean, he's so yeah, he's just so funny, you know. And he just he just brings it every yeah, and, time. And, and, and Chris know? is one of those guys who who he got he cut his chops on the the uh, stand up comedy. circuit. Mm -hmm. And I think you and I started similarly in we theater. Did. Mm -hmm. You we know, did a little stand-up, right, though? You did. I did a little stand-up. I, I think, yeah. didn't you and I actually, yes, we did. The last time I think I did stand-up just for a goof, uh, 
Edgerly Residual. took us to residuals, and you got up too. Yeah. I didn't that time, but yes, I got. I do like to get up when I can. I thought it was a little late. <laughs> Did you show up late? But I, because I yeah. know, because I remember I saw your somebody. Show. Yes, because I think I saw somebody come up, and they were like, "Fred has had nineteen whiskeys, and he's fine. He, he's." <laughs> He has a hollow leg. He's like, oh yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I don't. Time gets. Up. I have. I have a two drinks, and I'm like, I'm, I'm done. To, I'm going to bed. It's three nope. in the afternoon. Yeah, it was a different time for me. <laughs> it was a very, I know, but but, but it was uh, funny because you never. But you, what was amazing is you didn't change demeanor. It was like <laughs> he he has, and I'm obviously I'm exaggerating. It wasn't 19. It was more like 17. No. Yeah, 17. Let's be real. No, it, but you—you you got uh, that. God bless you. You got in that that bus full of kids, and you got them home safe. You so, think? I, I think I. I think so. Right? Yes. I think so. I think so. I think there is a, a bus full of old, older folks out in the desert somewhere. I might have, but I think everything's okay now. So we we should be good. That's fine. They'll find their way home. Usually, people are okay. Um, yeah, no, that was, uh, I used to love doing, I, stand-up was, uh, you did great. I, I loved doing stand-up. I, it was I, terrifying, but yeah. I, I just I did love it. I, I mean, always I, found myself feeling like I was, I was acting like a stand-up, like I was acting okay. like a comic, and, and I couldn't find, or wasn't confident enough to just do my voice. You know, I was just, I wasn't, I, I just was like acting like what I think that stand-up would look like and, and, and say, rather than... Rather than, I guess what I'm saying, do the stuff that we did that night in the yes. hotel room uh, uh, with the TV. Yes. Get up there with the, you know, messing around with your friends. I'm like, well, my friends and everybody around us are laughing. I'm like, yeah, that's what a stand-up room is. Just, I know. and I don't think I think that's the that that final leap of bravery that somebody can bear themselves there. And I, but I I prefer being a character and. and me too. In fact, you know? that was my stand-up. I would hide behind characters or bits or voices, kind yeah. of what I do now. So it's like it really was less of a, a jokey thing. You know what I mean? It was all like come on stage and do a, an insane song or something as somebody else. You know, and, and, and that was, that was kind of— I think it would be funny if you just walked up in a rain slicker and just started screaming for 12 minutes and then just walked off. Kind of like <laughs> kind an of Andy like, Kaufman-esque kind yeah. of thing. Uh, who is the guy who used to do that? Uh, 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 Tom uh, Tom Green didn't he do? Th- didn't he stand up and just yell, go into a yell in a stand- open mic night? <laughs> it was like terrible. I don't know. I just made that up. But I like Wait, that idea. Or that? just one thing I would like to do is have Hulk sing sing some songs, sing some Cindy Lauper. You know, <laughs> your true color. It turns into Tom Waits. But you know, <laughs> it's kind of. I thought it was too. Yeah. Like a rainbow. Yeah, that's Tom well, Waits. Tom, it is, isn't that's it? That's Tom Waits. Yeah. I bop, you bop, and they bop. I don't know. Uh, people always ask me, do you guys record together? And I said, we did once. We got in some trouble. Right. Uh, I don't know if you remember, <laughs> we, uh, Steve Bloom, you and myself recorded. Uh, Tom Kane records Tom elsewhere. Tom Kane was, he was, in, he was in Kansas in, right? City. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. phoned in. But then after he was done... But we were in the booth physically together, and I think that may have been where I hate your Dempsey came in because I was actually yelling at Steve. Yeah. But we, we, I, I don't think it was the first and last time they ever let us record together. No. By the way, in, in Earth's Mightiest Heroes, 
I believe you and I were re not released, but ha were asked to leave the room <laughs> one time. Just be, I think, I think Jamie was just like, you know what? And we're good with you guys for a minute just because it was just gotten out of hand. Yeah. And you're right. It was yeah. the one time we all recorded together, Call of Duty. And I think it was, the, there was a moment where it was just, I could just tell. I think it was Chris Zimmerman, right? Yeah, she. I think so it's like, <laughs> it, was like, it was time to. I think it was just time to move on. I I, I don't remember who it was, but um, over the years, I mean, you know, people were so touched by that 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 fine, that tribute video we did, and I've seen yeah. your, your face on Instagram where people have posted the video of you saying how much it meant, and Steve, yeah. and you know, I was, and then when Tom Kane, oh my, got God. choked up and started tearing up. I got yeah. choked up. Me too. Um, I mean, it just... you know, how much it meant to, to him. And he's, I mean, if you guys don't know Tom Kane, look him up. He's oh, the genius. Best. He's the best. Um, he's the one of the nicest guys, but it was so, such a pro and so talented. Um, yeah. You know, he, he really uh, knocked it out of the park where he does trailers and commercial stuff. But he's, Voice he's of not, Academy Awards. The Voice I mean, of the Academy yeah. Awards, like, welcome back to the 59. Yes, the he, Academy Awards. Yeah, <laughs> he's done He's done everything. But uh, And I think he's recently moved back to California. Uh, I, yes, he has. Because his kids he are has. all grown. Uh, yeah. He and his wife moved back because he misses the animation side. And I think that's yeah. there's, there's more of that going on here. Of course, then COVID hits, and he could have still been I in felt his so beautiful bad for him. Uh, studio in Kansas I, City. I, I, I felt it was like the timing of that was insane. He got yeah. out here, finally was like, I'm seeing all my friends and getting back into going to the studios. And then, you know, it was like, I mean, I know there are yeah. worse problems, but it was just kind of like the timing. But, you know, even just being in the proximity, I think just sometimes in these things, they have to, people have to be reminded that you're, you're out there, you're doing this, you know, you're, you're, you're like available. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, it's, it's happened to some of like guys like Kim and Frank and all these brilliant actors, you know, that, that they're still doing, they're doing it. They're, they're as better, they're better than they've ever been. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, I know, I mean? well, Frank I've talked to and, and, you know, Frank's, Frank's the guy who was like, well, I, he didn't want to work, um, he golfed on Friday, so he took Fridays off. And then, you know, it's like <laughs> Thursday, he had a group, so he's playing Thursday. So then it was like, well, sometimes he wants to travel to go play golf somewhere. So he stopped working from like Wednesday at noon. So if you wanted to book him Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday from 9 a.m. to 12 noon, <laughs> he's available. And then he took the rest of the week off to go live his life. I don't blame and, him. You know, he earned that yeah. right. And, he did. But, you know, he's, he's done. You're talking Curious George to Megatron. That's what I try to explain to people. Yeah, <laughs> That's how, where, yeah, how do you, you know, get that? How do you You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, a guy who's been mm. gainfully employed since 1969 with Scooby-Doo right. and, and right. You know, playing Freddy and then Scooby later on. And, and again, bet, like no loss of anything. He's better than he's ever been. Like, like what's great about this oh, art yeah, form it's true. And, and this job, he's like amazing. Like, and nothing mm -hmm. has changed, nothing waned. You know, like that always happens in acting or, or singing, you know, where people say, oh, he can't hit those notes anymore or, oh, he doesn't play those parts anymore. Or, you know, like if you're an opera singer, for example, you know, you have a limited, there's a time, you know, for yep. e e different sets you can do and um, rock and roll. Well, Rolling Stones kind of break that, but you know what I mean? It's like yeah. that kind of thing where you're, and he's just like, he could do it all still now, even better. <laughs> you know, yep. It's just really, it's well, a really testament. Funny. He takes care of himself mm -hmm. and, and, mm -hmm. you know, and he, and the thing I always admired about uh, Frank Welker is he, he, he's such a pro. He's so mm -hmm. giving, so, so ridiculous 
ridiculously humble. Mm-hmm. But he's and 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 so talented, but he's he separates the idea that this is my job over here and this is my life and I'm going to give mm-hmm. attention to both of it. Uh, yeah, to balance. both sides. You know, there's some great balance there. And I think especially in this business, uh, young actors, they can especially uh, they get caught up in that the business is their life and the life is their business and that's it. Most and definitely. It's, and it's no, oh, yeah. no, it's not like that. You, I've you been guilty car- of that. I, I, I totally get that. I, 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 I see because it's encouraged. Yeah, you know what I mean? You're, you're, yeah, but so that, much that's, in- that's changed recently uh, in mm-hmm. a big way, hasn't it? Huge. Yeah. Huge way. With, with the, the little guy. I'll, 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 I mean, that's just everything to me now. <laughs> well, right? Right? I know. How, I mean, you how, know. How old is he now? Uh, he's just turned two, August. He has and a he is just hilarious. Being being uh, in a pandemic uh, with a uh, a toddler is just a tremendous handful. But what a great handful! He's just he's so much fun. He's I mean he comes charging into the booth sometimes. He'll come he'll come charging in with a toilet brush right in the middle of yep. a session. And I'll, and, and, and like just this Celtic, you know, I'm storming the castle and, and I look at Mer, my wife, I'm like, Did, is this clean? She's like, I don't know. You know, and, and oh, you're <laughs> good, comes parents. In, good parents, and I, you know, and you will get n- so much forgiveness in a session. If I interrupted a session, oh boy. But when a, 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 an animal or a baby interrupt a session, like a dog or a baby, yep. you have free pass, That's true. <laughs> you know, everyone's like. That's and, and he's just true. He's adorable. He's absolutely adorable. I just, I, I just, I'm, I'm, to, to quote Troy, you know, I'm just dialed into this kid. You know, I'm just like completely yeah. like, I just, I, I love it so much. Yeah. He, and yeah, so that's balance. You're right. Yeah. Changed no, everything. He, he is, uh, he is, it, 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 it does change it. Um, I, I, you I guys my, are all grown. I know. 20 and 17. <laughs> They're amazing. 17 going on 30. And, I know. Right. Yeah, it's, is he it's, still uh, into the doors? Is he still what's, what's uh, going so on? So Cooper, my twenty-year-old. So Cooper is. Uh, it's got his Gibson Les Paul. He bought a Love second it. one. He did a movie, so he bought a second one because the tones are just a little different. And um, no, he. I mean Jimmy yeah, Page. Right. Jimmy Page from Zeppelin's his idol. Okay. Um, I actually have that's a, a friend. Um, I have a friend of mine uh, is is very close with Robbie Krieger. So, oh yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm working it out where I'm, I'm going to get Coop to meet Robbie Krieger and hang out and just talk Are you guitars. kidding me? Yeah. That's incredible. <clears throat> That's one of the cool things about our business and living out here. It's like all of a sudden you're like, you're sitting there at lunch with somebody and you go, no, you know Robbie, right? And I'm like, no, I haven't met He goes, I have Robbie Krieger. I'm like, no, he's like, you know, like Robbie Krieger, like the doors. He's like, yeah. And everyone's looking at me like, I'm like, oh, you, oh, you are Robbie Krieger of the doors. Of course you are. <laughs> I'm going to go to the bathroom and punch myself in the face. Uh, that's happened to me. It's like I'm so bad, I, you know. But Oh, I hate that. I know. So I'm going to set that up where you can do that. And um, yeah, But no, he's, he's, he's rocking that. He's, he's, um, uh, the other ones, you know, he's, he's a football kicker. He's probably going to go to oh, college great. to do that. He's getting his, going to get really? his education. That's fantastic. Yeah. Like Good big college. time schools are really looking at That's him. That's so. really great. Updates to come Picking. everybody. Yeah. He's the kid. Well, Picking, he was a soccer, maybe he's a soccer player. Ladies and gentlemen, Fred Tattisher, the Hulk, uh, oh. he's the beast. He's the, <laughs> he's the wolf man, despite the fact that we didn't get the credits. That's okay. Uh, he's everything. He's my buddy. He has been for years. He's a father. He's a husband. He's, he's every man. He's my friend. Uh, <laughs> he's Fred, thanks so much. 
for joining I love us. You so uh, much, man. Hey, when uh, this is all over, you come sit here with me in person, and we'll Anytime. do it again. Anytime, I would be honored. Uh, I you know what we do? Absolutely, have a blast. I think, and what maybe we'll do is, we'll pick a TV show, and we will dub. That would be great. We will do okay. Fred and Nolan dub some TV. Clips. And maybe okay. it's a baseball game. We'll do a hockey. We'll do a film. <laughs> uh, we're going to do that. Maybe that's something we can work out. That would that's be cool. awesome. I'd love that. <laughs> All right, buddy. So it's so I love your show. God bless you, and I love this show. It's so much fun. Thank you so much. You well, um, uh, where are you on the Twitters or social media or anything? Yeah, so on the Twitters, it's my name. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Tatashore. I've seen that written a lot of wrong ways. So it's, yes, it's, me too. It's Tatasciore. I don't get it. It's right. Italian. T a t a s c i o r e. I grew up with Alfredo Italians. Olivieri Ta Giovanni Tatasciore. Tatasciore. <laughs> God bless you, pal. Love you. God bless you. All right. Love you, man. Thanks. Thank you so much. Take care. Stay healthy. See you. See you, Thanks. brother. Hey, everybody. Nolan North back here with another edition of Five Questions with the Replayers or something like that. But no, no. I'm making the name. It's Retro Feud. Uh, welcome to Retro Feud. That's I, I named it. It's done. Um, today, uh, Pagan, tell us about our special guest stars today. Today, we have joining you is lovely I'm All Samantha, aka Sam Drake. Sam Drake. Hello. And the wonderful Dean J.K. Smith. Dean J. Smith, longtime replayer. Um, okay, uh, both of you have to pick a number that I'm thinking of. We're, gonna, we're trying to decide who goes first. Uh, between one and. Ten, go, Sam. Five. Eight. The number is four. Sam Drake is going to be up first. <laughs> it's okay. Dean, you're in a great spot, bud, because, uh, you know, you're, you, well, actually, yes, you'll know the number you have to get. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sam, are you ready? Yes, I am. Question number one. And we've, we've updated these to be a little more retro replay-like. Name a reason Drew would be late to work. Somebody forgot to let him out of the cage. Uh, number two, name an Olympic sport you'd watch more often if it were played in the nude. Floor gymnastics. Where might you hide something you wanted to smuggle into prison slash Drew's cage? Your bra. Number four, name a place Uncle Noli would suggest for a first date. Back of the car. That's a great answer. Uh, number five. <laughs> you made me laugh. Uh, name something you really hope your airplane pilot isn't doing. Um, you know, just having a, a good old... Uh, having a, having a shag. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to... Ding, 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 ding. Okay, thank you. That's, uh, that's the first... First five answers, um, and if I remember my own format correctly, we go through the answers and come up, or do we uh, let Dean go and then do it separately? What? We, we, we let Dean go now, and then we add him up at the end. No, no, I think we add hers up, and then we let Dean knows what he has to Okay. Speak. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> and we're back. Okay, uh, Sam, uh, let's take a look. Uh, the first question, name a reason Drew would be late for, to work. Um, and you said Somebody someone forgot to, forgot to let him out of his cage. Number one answer, 50 points. My goodness. Off to a great start. 
Uh, other couldn't get the soup out of his clothes. That's gross. Yeah. Drew forgot. Yeah. Woke up late. Other questions. Uh, other answers. Drew doesn't work. That's true. That that probably number one. That was ten people said yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, second question. Name an Olympic sport you'd watch more often if it were played in the nude. Uh, number one answer: volleyball. Painful on the men's okay. side. Uh, when the junk is when the junk uh, is is flopping. Uh, gymnastics for twenty points. Uh, that was number two answer. Gymnastics, uh, Olympic sport you watch more often. You're playing the new gymnastics. Probably, probably. Uh, uh, third question: Where might you hide something you wanted to smuggle into prison? Drew's cage. Number one answer: In a cake. Number two: In a butt. <laughs> and I think that pretty much sums up what this show is all about. Yes. That the number one answer would be in a cake. Number two would be in your tukus. You said bra for nine points, though. Uh, yes, bra was, was a very good answer. Uh, doing very well. Uh, from my remedial math, you have 79 points so far. Uh, question four, name a place Uncle Noli would suggest for a first date restaurant. Come on. That's number one answer. Uh, you said the back of the car. Uh, we're going to give it back of a sob. Was was an answer for 15 points, uh, but uh, but remember, sob is all you do after you buy one. Uh, thank you. Didn't. Uh, 15 points. More. 15 more points. Uh, Samantha, uh, right now you're crushing it. Uh, Dean, nice. Just get your answer. Really start get get the juices flowing because we're gonna need some. Uh, number five. Name something you really hope your airplane pilot isn't doing. Number one answer was watching Uncle Noli. Okay, uh, but you said having a shag. Um, yes, n nine points. Uh, the stewardess, which is actually a flight attendant. I learned that uh, when I yeah. expectedly called. When I said, excuse me, stewardess, I'm a flight attendant. She was very angry with me, and she told me why. That's nine points, Pagan. Give me a total. 103, Sam. 103 nice. points for Sal. That's a crazy great total. 103. Very, very good. Sam, congratulations. Dean, are you ready? Yes. All right, pal. Name something Drew Lewis is likely to get a tattoo of. A can of soup. Name a place you might not get cell reception. Uh, elsewhere. <laughs> That's a great. Name something Nip and Tuck have in their white front yard. A life-size mannequin of a naked woman. I'm going to take that one. <laughs> Name something you see at a carnival. Carnies. <laughs> take that. And now, final question. Name a video game that made Nolan rage quit. Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Um, I like this. This is going to be, uh, this is going to be close. This is going to be real, real close. Name something Drew Lewis is likely to get a tattoo of. And you said soup number one answer for 50 points right out of the gate. Well, well done. Uh, that may happen. I, I don't know if it'll be the can of soup or just a splotch of soup. But don't you have like a birth, weird birthmark on your, your ass that looks like soup? It is. No. Well, we just carved one on there for you. Uh, save, I could save you about $30.
Next question. Name a place you might not get cell reception. Number one answer, Richard's Basement. Richard's Basement. Uh, and it's not might not get cell reception. You will not. Uh, you will not. Uh, I like On a cliff, on a plane. Uh, you said elsewhere. I'm sorry. There is, there is, that, that is a zero. Uh, although wilderness and mountains could be elsewhere-ian. But um, no, I'm sorry. Elsewhere is, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to give him one because uh, that's that's one of my favorites. So give him one point for that one. Um, right. It's my show. I can do what I want. Just one? Name something nip and tuck have in their white front yard. Number one answer, two non-working refrigerators. Uh, the second answer was a single non-working refrigerator. Uh, uh you said a uh, life-size mannequin? Uh, of a naked woman, specifically. Of a naked woman. Uh, I'm going to give him 25 points. Prostitute. It, 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 that would, you know, that's the closest they could get. So prostitute. 25 people said surveyed said prostitute. Uh, that's horrible. Uh, but uh, but uh, I love you all for that. Name something you see at a carnival and you said... Carnies, uh, which I would have said in a heartbeat, they are filthy, terrifying people. Um, smell like cabbage. Smell like cabbage. Very small hands. Um, number one, Drew in a cage. That's uh, that's a side gig that he does. Yeah. Fifty-five a person. Um, uh, number two, answer a nip and tuck. But I, I, they're not really carnies, so I can't I can't give. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's zero. I love Dean, but but he, he's he's got to he's got to learn. He's got to learn. Uh, uh, it's it uh, you know nip and tuck hat the nip Fair. and tuck. Hey, a carney does not finish high school. Nip and tuck don't either, but they did attend. Just did not finish. So uh, what what is his total so far? What do we got here? We got he's. I want to see where we're at. Seventy six. Seventy six points. Okay, so. Uh, 24, you need 20, this one needs to be 27 points or better to take over uh, Sam Drake's phenomenal uh, first round. Name a video game that made Nolan rage quit. You said Spider-Man. I, I just wish we had a board. Show me Spider-Man! <laughs> 55 points. Number one answer. It is still the rage quitter of all time. A horrible, horrible game. Uh, everyone should uh, go out, buy, and burn. Um, uh, and uh, that 55 points is going to put him over by a lot. Uh, Pagan, what is the total there? 131 for Dean. Dean, dude. 131 points. Uh, Sam, you put up a, a great effort. Uh, we're going to uh, send you off with a parting gift of nothing. And for the big I winner, Dean, you, you get a bigger bag of nothing. You you just you get uh, nice. paper or plastic wanted. basically, it's what and I've it's always just, wanted. yes. Well, um, I get the biggest gift uh, having you guys on. Uh, thank you so much, Sam, uh, Dean. Thank you. Th thank you for being uh, such great parts of our community, and uh, uh, just uh, can't tell you how much we appreciate it, Dean. I, I just keep the the videos coming, and uh, Sam Drake will be family soon. You know, because I'll be officially nice. changing my name. To Letitia. Ah, oh, ah, oh. excellent. <laughs> I like it. I yeah, do too. I like I do it. Too. Name. I'm, 
How does that? No, 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 no. Not Leticia. Lee. Oh. Mm. I still like it. I yeah, still I'm, I'm still on board. Well, I'm, I'm, also, I'm also having a, f I'm, I'm getting my face reconstructed and moving to Idaho. Mm. I just, I, I, too many people, too many, I, too many people know where I am now. Yeah. And I think it's time to just disappear. All right. That's fair. Uh, it's nice knowing you, buddy. Yeah. It's time to escape the snakes. GG's, buddy. <gasps> Don't, it's not funny. The snakes were serious shit in my house. That I'm was sorry. awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey guys thanks so much uh we will uh we will see you soon uh lots of new live stuff coming up just keep an eye out and thanks for being part of the show today uh appreciate it we'll see you soon no problem thank you okay everybody time for our photos on the bar this week we have a very special one up first hockey town 787 that's andrew l pictured with the lovely rachel Right back there. Now, Rachel uh, actually suffered a, a sudden cardiac arrest uh, four years ago. Uh, her heart stopped for 10 minutes and she was placed into a medical coma. So uh, Andrew is raising awareness through the Sudden Cardiac Arrest Foundation. And he's running a charity stream on his Twitch channel, HockeyTown787. Uh, and he's going to be doing that uh, Saturday, October 24th. So check out uh, his Twitch channel, HockeyTown787. Uh, next up, Jamie Klein. There she is, the lovely Jamie Klein, who has declined to show us her face uh, in a motocross helmet, goggles. Uh, we can only hope she's on a bike, because if she's 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 actually you know taking a hike that way, you know, it's a very good COVID disguise though. Um, staying safe, and that will assure six feet of social distance. <laughs> uh, finally, Zach Smith. Zach Smith. He chose the black and white photo. Very. Film noir, uh, you know, uh, there he is. There's our man, Zach Smith. Uh, now time for our member shout-outs. At the get good level, uh, Sarah Stromer, Mavi Chilo, Denise Anna, that's Denise, Ed Fan MH, which is Justin B. Uh, Drew Soup level this week, we have Non Leonard Zero, Christian C. And finally, at the Ultimate Beast level, the Andrea, AK Arbit 3R, AK Arbiter, but the three is that you get it. And uh, Gisela D, thank you so much. Here is this week's shout out just for you. Mmm, satisfying. See you next week. Retro Replay stars Nolan North and was created by PJ Harzma, Drew Lewis, and Nolan North. This episode was edited by Stephanie Judge and mixed by Paul Bach. This show is listener-supported, so if you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Or join our community as a member on YouTube. You can choose from one to four tiers to support on a monthly basis. If you're currently a member, thank you for supporting us and keeping this channel going. This show is brought to you by Red Bear Films and Retro Replay. I'm Paul Boff. Stick around for another episode or we'll see you next week. 